0: and to help you feel inspired to get clear with who you are in order to create the life you desire. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome, welcome to another episode on the Radiant Life Podcast. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about my health journey. So you can get an understanding of what I've gone through, what I've been through, because I also not only want to give you guys all of this education and information, resources and tools on mindset and shifting your behaviors and limiting beliefs, but I also want you to make sure you are taking care of your health because I do not believe in having a healthy body without a healthy mind as well as having a healthy mind without a healthy body. They go hand in hand and my health journey. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram or not. If you don't, make sure you do at Tatiana underscore Kuto. But I, you know, this health, being lean, being fit, being educated, like that did not come natural to me. And whether you have your health together or not, or you want to get started, or you're in the middle of it, I wanted to share you my story. So you can understand that it doesn't always, it was never always easy for me. All right. So let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. So growing up, I was overweight and I was chubby for my age, my height, whatever. Right. Um, I did not play any sports. I was not active. And of course, like I loved food, like all food, junk food, good food, whatever it may be. And growing up, because I was the chubbier one in my friend group, you know, my mom would always just say, you're just big-boned, sweetie. No, mom. I was not big-boned. I was overweight. I was not active. And because of my appearance, I developed a very negative mindset at a very young age, and I developed a very negative body image within myself. A bad relationship with myself, a lot of self-hate, not feeling good enough, not feeling pretty or skinny enough. And a bad relationship with food. I will get a little bit more into it, but, you know, I dove into a lot of under-eating and then binge-eating cycles, and I couldn't stop it. So, yeah, growing up, I was not active. Health was not my priority. I complained about, you know, being physically active. I cheated on the mile runs in gym class. And it really stunk because all my friends played sports. My sister played sports. And I just, you know... I kind of took it as like, you know what? This is my future. I'm going to be overweight the rest of my life. I'm going, you know, to develop the same habits and behaviors as some of my family members. You know, some of them have diabetes, some of them are very overweight. And I just kind of took it as like, yep, this is what how I was born to be, right? So that diet mindset started at a young age. And so, as I got into middle school, that's when things really hit hard for the first time. I had amazing group of friends, but they were beautiful and they were active and they were skinny and I just didn't feel good enough and I wanted to feel pretty and skinny. So I stopped eating. Now, I first started with the mindset of, I'm just not hungry, I'm not hungry, but deep down, I knew I was eating less to be skinny, right? I wanted to be skinny like my friends. And it got so bad that I would lie to my mom that I ate lunch because, you know, I would only eat like, I don't know, say two to four fish sticks for dinner. And then I was like, I'm full. I'm just not hungry, right? My mom would be like, what do you mean you're not hungry? First of all, you love food. But like, how? You had two, maybe four fish sticks. Like, no way you're full. And I would just be like, oh, I had my lunch. I'm just not feeling good. And even though I would lie and probably throw my lunch away, right? And I started to, you know, lose weight. And this was like an awkward phase because, you know, you're going through puberty and everything. But then eventually my friends got concerned and they told on me. And I remember this day so vividly because I was in French class and all my friends took Spanish because I'm fluent in Spanish. And so their room was like diagonal, like right across from me. And I don't know how your school was set up, but we had, you know, these wooden doors and then they had like a little... I don't know, four inch long, like glass, you could kind of see through, seeing through the hallway. So I could see their door. I could see their classroom. And I don't know, I don't even know how it happened, but they ended up opening the door. I think it was like four or five of them. And they like crawled out. You know, they told me this obviously after, and they, you know, they told the counselor on me. So, um, inevitably, the counselor called me in. They discussed it with my mom. And, you know, I got help and I started to, gain weight back eat food and I didn't gain overly weight but I got healthy again because I got like really really skinny at one point and it was really sad and so the same negative body image insecurity mindset you know carried over into high school and as I was into high school, I kind of just was maintaining. I just wasn't... Now that I'm educated in education, I know that I was under eating. But I was you know eating breakfast, still eating lunch, eating dinner. Um, but I wasn't being healthy. And I did try cheerleading at one point in high school. So that was like the one sport I did try. Kind of got me into the gym. I remember being so happy that I went like 5 or 10 minutes straight on the elliptical without dying. Like that's how bad it was. I would cheat on the mile runs. Um, but throughout high school... I, you know, suffered a lot with like some anxiety, depression, and just a really negative mindset. Whether you knew me or not, I kept a lot of it in, and yeah, that did not help my health journey because I didn't feel good about myself, and when it got the worst was in 2012, so I had just graduated high school, and you know, you're, you know, as you're a senior, you graduated, you're going to college, you have all of these graduation parties to go to, you're going out to eat because you can drive and all of these things. And I ended up gaining the freshman 15 before I even got to college. And I hit a very, very low point mentally and physically. I could not fit into any of my clothes, like including jean shorts, which I was like, how? There's like barely any material. How can I not even fit into this? I didn't want to be touched, hugged, loved by my boyfriend at the time, my family. I didn't want anyone to hug me or touch me. Um... And I struggled so much with self-hate and self-love at that point. And as embarrassing as it may be, I mean, I knew I was gaining weight. But the person who kind of was like, you need to do something about it, was my gynecologist. My, my gynecologist told me in August of 2012, right before I went into college, she's like, sweetie, you cannot afford to gain any more weight. You are one." you were classified as overweight, and you have jumped a big weight class within like since the last time I saw you. Mind you, can you imagine how awkward that is that your gynecologist is telling you? So <laughs> you get the gist. So luckily I had an amazing best friend at the time, and uh, my boyfriend at the time, you know, they would go to the gym, they were athletic, they knew how to do these things, so they did introduce me into the gym. I was very, very intimidated, very insecure, I couldn't like even lift the barbell up, um, but that's what really sparked my health journey, my fitness journey, and I went about it not the best way. In college, all I was focusing on was doing cardio and abs. I started my journey by just doing the elliptical for like 30 to 45 minutes, end it with a ab, you know, 15 minutes of abs, and then be done, and I would do that every single day, and I was only eating practically salads during the week i would binge on the weekends with alcohol you know all the pizza bagels cuz like that's college um and i was you know at that time i was at the on the atkins diet i don't know if you remember what that is you know these i think that's the is that the, that's a high carb low fat diet um, i had all these atkins bars and unfortunately i was aware and i was using my Adderall to suppress my appetite And then I would go back home, you know, on winter break or the summer. And then I would gain the weight back. You know, you're home. You don't have a routine. The gym just, I didn't have a gym buddy. And so for the four years of college, I was in this constant cycle of under eating or binge eating or just going on these extremes of like watching my calories through the day. So I had enough calories like for the Weekend or for the night to drink alcohol, and I—that's when the first time I started tracking calories by using my Fitness Pal. And my Fitness Pal, you know, told me to be around 1,100 calories. I'm telling you right now, if you're eating 11, anything lower than 1,200 calories, the minimum, uh, yeah, right. You need to increase your food. You need to increase your calories. That is dangerous, and that is not okay. And these apps do not take in muscle, who you are, anything for consideration. And I'm just putting that out there now because. It's just so wrong that they're having women have come to me eating such low calories. And I understand because I did it too using these apps. And, you know, throughout all these years, I tried everything. I'm telling you, I've tried everything. I've done keto. I've done detoxes. I've done teas. (laughs) I almost even did an all-grape diet because I was so desperate to lose weight and tone up, and I would look online, and be like, well, you know, what's the best way to do this, and this girl had this blog post about how she ate grapes every single meal of the day, and it didn't matter how much, and mind you, grapes have a lot of sugar, but that's all she ate was grapes and water, and she lost so much weight, I almost did it, I don't know what what made me stop, thank the lord, because <laughs> that's so dangerous, so you know, a lot of mm, just struggles, using Adderall stress from college. Like, my health was horrible in, in college. Even though on the outside, it may have looked okay and good. Internally, horrible. Mentally, horrible. And then I hit my lowest point. Worse than 2012. After I graduated college in 2016, that was my lowest low. I started to begin work, work in corporate. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I had like the post-grad blues. I moved back home, which was a whole adjustment. I was not a really big fan of my job and just having to work in general. And I gained a lot of weight once again. I can't remember at the time, like how many pounds, but it was a significant amount to the point where like I could not fit into my clothes again. I didn't want to hang out with my friends. Um, I was just at such a confusing point in my life. I didn't know who I was. I was so unhappy because of years of having such a negative victim mindset, self-hate, like towards myself and my body. I was unhappy with my work and I was kind of using food as a coping mechanism, which is something that I've dealt with in the past when it comes to binging and just eating all the sweets because I have a very big sweet tooth. And I would still go to the gym. And at this point, you know, I understood like the machines, maybe a few dumbbell exercises, but I was going to the gym But I was just going through the motions just to to say I went to the gym, not actually like going to the gym and being challenged. And then I would go to work and then I would eat my emotions, Like I would eat ice cream every night, brownies, cookies. Like it was just so bad. Um, And I was just so sick of this cycle because at this point, I would like see all these girls on Instagram and I would compare myself. So that made it worse. And I just remember like, being like, how can they eat cookies and still look athletic and toned and beautiful? And I remember trying on clothes, either for Christmas or New Year's. And I can just remember. I have a picture of on my Snapchat where I like captioned it because I sent it to my friend, and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna wear. Like I don't know what to do. I I just felt so hopeless, and I just remember sitting there, and I just sat. Looking in the mirror and I just started crying. Cause I literally was like, is this what's life what life's meant to be like? Like is am I meant to have this horrible of a relationship with myself, with food, with my body, my skin? Like why can't I just feel good in myself? Why can't I love myself? Why can't I have a body I'm proud of? Why can't I still eat cookies and still feel good like all these girls do on Instagram, right? Like it was horrible. And I took a picture within that week in like, you know, bra and underwear. Cause I just kind of like would do that time to time. And I compared it to a picture in September and it was scary for me. I was like, holy crap. I've just gained so much weight. I'm so unhappy. I have to like, I, I literally was just like, I don't know what to do with my life anymore. And that was a really big turning point. Cause I finally said enough was enough that I couldn't live my life like this anymore. And then I had to figure it out because if other people could do it, I had to figure something out. Like I just had to, what other choice did I have? Right. So, um, in December of 2016, I joined a challenge at my gym. Most gyms have it like a new year's challenge, whatnot. And that really sparked me getting back on track and following a plan and eating clean. AKA I just would eat a lot of like chicken, and broccoli, and rice, and I don't know, because that's what it was, right? And then I started diving deeper, but I was following this girl. Her name's Brittany Dawn, and I was following her, and she spoke a lot about, like, macros and flexible dieting, and I was like, okay, I want to learn because she gets to eat ice cream. She gets to eat Chick-fil-A, and she looks amazing. How can I do it? But unfortunately, I got sucked in to my last little fad diet ever. And, um, I got sucked into isogenics. I tried that. My friend like was doing it. She had great results. I had no results and I was sick of relying on meal replacements. Like I wanted to eat food. I didn't want to eat or drink a meal replacement drink. Like who wants to do that? I want to eat food, you know? So I spent my money there and I had reached out to Brittany before joining Isogenics. I was like, you know what? I just want to try this, you know, as if I just wanted a quick fix. And then I reached back out to her and I was like, all right. So I hired her. I hired a health and fitness coach online and I was able to learn about weightlifting and macros and flexible dieting and how to eat my favorite foods while feeling good in my skin. And let me tell you, I fell in love with weightlifting. I felt empowered. I felt confident. I started to feel strong because so I was like, okay, like I, I can do this. I can lift weights. I don't know. I just felt really good. And this was also a time where I just, you know, I started trying to build a better relationship with food and being, you know, okay, if I want chocolate, I just have to fit it in my macros. And I really think macro tracking is a great tool for everyone who's really learning and wants to understand and be educated in nutrition. Whether you want to put on muscle, maintain or lose weight, you should know what's in your food. Because let me tell you, I was beyond shocked what my foods were made up of, how much, how many calories something had or carbs or sugars that I was just unaware about and I was just eating like, unconsciously, right? And I just think it's a beautiful power to just really understand. I mean, when you're trying to save up for a house or something, you budget, you track where you're, you know, how much you're making, where you're spending. Like, so why not do the same for your health, right? So this part of my journey really sparked my passion for the health industry and fitness. And I was very unhappy at my corporate job. I was doing engineering and... I had been interested in nutrition in college when I had to choose my major, but a lot of self-doubt came, you know? How could you be a nutritionist if you grew up overweight? Like, what? Your past does not fine you, first of all. Like, I could have done that, you know? So, as I began to lose weight and feel good about myself, I also begin to work on my mindset and my relationship with myself and finding that self-love on my own. Um, I was listening to podcasts. I got into personal development. I was listening to motivational speakers. That's a whole other story, learning about, like, law of attraction and all of that. That will be another podcast episode. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm miserable at my job. I'm okay with my body. Like, I'm feeling better. What am I passionate about? And it took me some time. But I would realize, like, on my downtime, I was researching flexible, you know, dieting, I was researching recipes, I was researching like workouts. Like I was just so interested in it. And I was like, okay, like I feel really good right now. And I I might want to pursue this. Why the hell not? Right? Who why why couldn't I? These podcasts and motivational speakers like kind of gave me the courage to believe in myself. So that summer, I remember it so vividly, like I would always look at like the NASM, um website and I would just, you know, look up like how much is it to become certified in personal training, yada, yada, yada. They had a deal and I just jumped on it that day right there. thousand dollars. I signed up. I was going to get certified and become a personal trainer. Let me tell you, I didn't tell friends until like after in November, once I passed my test barely. But in the meantime, throughout the summer and the fall, I was working part time at the gym that I went to and I loved it. So it was like a great confirmation, like, okay, you're working on yourself. You're helping make an impact on other people. This is a shift. And I, this is a whole other story, like how I went from engineering and corporate to becoming a coach in the health industry. I will record another episode on that. But I was just so in love with being able to feel good in my skin, lift heavy weights. I, I finally had like happiness within myself. And as I was you know, becoming a personal trainer, I decided, why not? challenge myself get super uncomfortable and I entered in a bikini bodybuilding show part of it was that I wanted to have the experience and the other part was that I wanted the education in case I had clients who wanted to do a show again I let fear of judgment fear like what other people would think I didn't tell people until like February or March that I was doing it um, but yeah, so I competed in a bodybuilding show. I was the leanest I had ever been. And I was like, "Woo, this is awesome. I continue to learn and I helped friends and I competed in June of 2018. Right before I moved to Florida, like three weeks before I moved to Florida. Um, and then after that, I just, I decided, you know, I wasn't going to continue. I, I had to like readjust my hormones, moved to Florida and I just began to live a balanced life. I went back into tracking macros for a little bit and then I just moved into intuitively eating and learning how to fuel my body properly, listen to my body, lift in an empowering way. And I've been on this journey since. Now I have gotten more educated and I've been focusing not just on macros and calories in versus calories out and having the balance of protein, carbs, and fat. I do believe that is very important. But I've been also work, you know, learn, working on learning about gut health the quality of our foods, you know, grass-fed, organic, pasture-raised, like, all these ingredients and chemicals. And let me tell you, it is scary what they're putting in our foods. So, if you want a book to learn more about that and just really help educate yourself and, like, it's simplified, I highly recommend reading the book Food by Dr. Mark Hyman. I recommend that to everyone. My friend recommended it to me, and it's changed my life, and I'm going to continue and read it over and over again. Um, but that's that's where I'm at now. I now live a life where I absolutely love my body. I, you know, maybe a little fluffier right now, but I'm okay. i have okay. I've found a healthy relationship with myself, my self-love, my self-worth that comes from within. I've built a healthy relationship with food where I don't freak out if I have ice cream and stop eating and do hours of cardio, or I stopped binging and eating resorting to food for my emotions and I have a balance because it's all about balance and moderation. And I have never felt more beautiful, more confident, more loving in my skin. And yes, I went through years upon years, my entire life of struggle. But you know what? It's made me the woman I am today. And it's made me that much of a better coach. And I get to help people in their health journeys as well. So that's where I'm at. And so I don't know where you're at. Maybe you're listening here and you're like a pro with your health fitness. Maybe you're not and you keep saying you want to get your health in control. Or maybe you're in the middle of it, but I just want you to know that you are capable of achieving anything. You're capable of losing weight. You're capable of putting on muscle muscle. You're capable of finding a healthy relationship with food and with yourself and finding the balance and the love and not resorting to hours of cardio and working out as punishment and instead as a way to move your body in an empowering way. You are worth all of that. And it might take some time for you to learn. And maybe, you know what, maybe you need to reach out to a coach too. I've had three health coaches. One was online and two were in person. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for guidance. I wish I asked for more guidance when it came to learning how to lift and weight lift properly. But you know what? We live and we learn. So this is where I'm at right now. I feel so happy. That is my health journey. That's how I've lost the weight. I've kept it off. I feel absolutely amazing. And I love being able to help women do the same. So if... You enjoyed this episode. Thank you. If you're going to share it on your story, make sure you tag me. If you have any questions about coaching, health, fitness, whatever it may be, I'll put my email in the description box. So reach out to me. I would love to connect with you, give you any tips and advice, um, or guide you or give you point you in the direction to maybe somebody that can help you or something, someone, right? But I really, really appreciate you listening. I hope this allowed you to connect with my story a little bit. And maybe you have a similar story as mine. Maybe you don't. Either way, I hope it empowers you to make sure you take your health in control because our body is our temple and is the only thing we have. We have to take care of it, right? So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't following me already, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. I appreciate you so much and cannot wait to see you in the next episode. In the meantime, continue to shine bright and embrace your radiance.